Well, tonight I'm going to be talking about you as a creator and you as a communicator. And it's interesting, in flying over here, I even got a little bit nervous. I was thinking, this is something I've really never shared with anybody before about the communicator inside and the creator inside, and really tried to be very clear in a presentation of this subject. And so I really turned it over to Spirit on the plane. I just said, I don't know what I'm going to say, and I'm going to leave it all up to you to bring in what is to be said here. And it was interesting because last night it was being shared about remember your dreams and write them down. Well, we had a class last night that was absolutely wonderful. <laughs> we were in a classroom on another dimension. It's the Academy of Wisdom on the inner levels. And there was a teacher there that just went into, I took nine pages of notes and that just is notes of to draw memory back. If I had written it all down, it would have probably filled this whole thing. I hope some of you got it because I probably missed some of the subject that was covered. <laughs> but it is important to remember your dreams and it is important to write them down because the more you do work with the dreams, the more they become just everyday reality and they no longer have a lot of the symbology to them. And this is living proof of it right here. Oftentimes when we talk about the power of the spoken word, it sounds real nice, but people don't really know what that means. What is the power of the spoken word? And if I have power, and I can put that power into the spoken word, then why am I not doing it? And if I'm doing it, then why am I not seeing the results? And it may just be that you don't understand what the power of the spoken word is. And if you do, maybe you don't understand the full process of how to empower yourself and how to empower the spoken word so that you do really become a communicator and a creator through that process. The one thing to really remember is that there is an external and an internal process that must take place. You have the outer kingdom and you have the inner kingdom. And a lot of times we're living very much in the outer kingdom. And we think that the power of the spoken word is to take place in the outer kingdom. And so we're always using our spoken words saying, well, I want, I need, I'm asking for, I'm praying for, I'm telling you, all in the outer. But we forget that there's also an inner process, an inner kingdom, and there's also an inner voice. And in order for you to really empower yourself, with the power of the spoken word, you first must go inside and begin to discover the inner voice and begin to see the power of the inner voice because it's from the inner that the power comes forth on the spoken word in the outer and comes into manifestation. If you don't have the alignment from the inner to the outer, all you're doing is constantly doing an outer process but you're not empowering it with anything. So one of the main keys to becoming a spiritual communicator, a spiritual creator, is to go into the spirit within yourself and to begin finding that source of power inside of you by listening to the inner voice and begin working with that inner voice so that it does become empowered and it does become empowering. 
But oftentimes the inner voice that we listen to is that voice that says, you can't do that. I'll give it up. What are you trying this for? I'll walk away from the relationship. They don't ever understand you. Just leave them alone. How many times do we hear our mother and our father talking to us inside? And we, as the child, just say, okay, okay, I'll shut up. I'll be quiet. I'll sit down. I won't do it. I know I'm not going to succeed. I know. I understand. Now, that's not the inner voice I'm talking about. That is an inner voice. And that's oftentimes the inner voice that we call the inner voice. But that's not the inner voice of empowerment. The inner voice of empowerment is the inner voice of the spirit of who you are. And that's the voice I'm talking about. So if you want to become empowered, you first must begin to listen to all the voices in your inner kingdom. You have the voices of the body talking to you. You have the voices of your emotions talking to you. You have the voices of the mind talking to you. You have the voices of your parents, your teachers, all your relatives, all these different voices talking to you. But you also have the voice that is the power of you, the soul that is also talking with you. So if you're going to become empowered so that you can then empower the spoken word, you must first find that true voice. Because otherwise it is going to be empty words going out into the world. Even if you're speaking from an inner voice, but not the empowering voice, it will go out and it will fall flat. It will fall to the ground and not come into manifestation. But if you're speaking from that place of empowerment, from that voice of empowerment inside yourself, you will empower the word and it will go out into the world. And when it falls to the ground, it will fall as a seed, fertile and ready to grow. And you will watch right in front of you a beautiful thing grow in your life. And you will know that you created that. And then you begin to see the power of communication and the power of creation work hand in hand. But first you have to go inside and find that empowering place. One way to do it is to begin with your journals, writing down all the different things you hear set inside yourself. All the different voices you hear talking, write it down. And then begin looking at all those different statements that that voice has told you and begin to decide whether or not these are true statements for me. And you're going to be real surprised because a lot of them aren't. But they're so comfortable, they're so familiar, they're so true to you that you've just accepted them and always lived with them and assumed that this is how it's got to be. Well, this is how it's got to be until you choose that it's going to be something other than this. And until then, that's how it's got to be because you have chosen that that's how it's got to be. So once you begin to write these voices down, these statements down, and begin to look at them for what they really are, you'll begin to be able to take the energy off of them. That is where your empowerment is right now. All of your power is scattered and dispersed throughout all these different statements of all these different voices inside of you. 
to the point that when you do speak the spoken word of empowerment into the world to create through affirmation or statement, nothing comes out in the way of creative power because it's all dispersed inside of you throughout all these different voices. You've given your power away to father, to mother, to brother, to teacher, to spiritual leader, to whatever it might be that is speaking to you inside, that is saying, you can't do that. What do you mean? Ah, that's stupid. All these statements that run inside of us, that we just accept as a part of ourselves. The true empowerer, the soul inside, never says that. It always encourages. It is always making statements of love, of growth, of honoring the spirit of who you are. And it's always encouraging you through a very enthusiastic process to live life fully, to enjoy it, to appreciate it, to know it, to accept it, and to expand into it by opening yourself up to it and moving into it fully, vulnerably, lovingly, accepting it all. But how many times do we hear that voice speaking to us? Very rarely. So, one would be Make a list of all the different statements that you hear, all the inner voices inside of you saying. You'll hear the child in you saying, I want candy. And you'll hear mommy saying, no, you can't have candy today. You've been bad. And you'll hear dad say, well, what did he do? (laughs) And you'll have all these different conversations going on, but that has nothing to do with who you are today. But yet that at one point in your life right now is what you're living and what you're giving your power away to. So by recognizing, by acknowledging all these different voices and then going through there and say, well, I'm not going to live that anymore. I'm going to dismiss that. Thank you, but that's not who I am now. By going through and begin to do that, when those voices come up, the next time you won't give it power, you'll say, nope, thank you, goodbye. And all of a sudden, a little bit more power will come to you, will get back into the center of who you are. And no longer will you be giving your power away to all these inner voices that are talking, talking, talking. After a while, you'll begin to find that there's just a few inner voices left. And that's when it begins to get real nice inside. Because all of a sudden, it begins to be quieter inside than ever before. You know, we hear so many people say, if you'll just quiet the mind, if you'll just quiet your emotions, if you'll just quiet your body and sit there and meditate, you'll know God. Yeah, right. Now, what does that word quiet mean? (laughs) And how do I do it? (laughs) This is one way of doing that. Begin to dismiss, let go of all those inner voices that are chattering away at you and just dismiss them and let them go. And reclaim your power. Once that happens, there'll be just a few voices left. And that will be the child of you. That will be the adult of you, if you will, the person that you are right now. And that will be the spirit of you. Not the soul of you, but the high self of you. Remember, I have this statement from my childhood that taught me, me, myself, and I, if I take care of those three, I can know who I am in the higher realms. 
So to me, myself, and I is the child, the basic self. The myself is the conscious self, this person I am right now. And the I is the high self. And those will begin then to share with you in a more real way who you really are and what you really want to be doing in your life. You'll begin to then communicate with yourself in a very real way. If you don't have the inner communication, your outer communication is always going to be out of power, out of sync, empty. But if you have the inner empowerment, empowerment, you will have then the power of spirit going out into the world through your spoken word to create and manifest what you want. So you begin to listen to these new little voices that rise up and begin to feed very positive statements inside of I love you. Hey, you're great. You know, that was really neat. That was fun. Let's do it again. Oh, look, here comes a lesson. Let's see what we can learn here. Now, now, to calm down, it's just a lesson. It's just a lesson. Don't get caught up in it. And you'll hear these voices of support, of love, of strength, of knowing, of encouragement, of acceptance, of enthusiasm. And all of a sudden, you'll begin to see life in a whole different way. And that's when you begin to see the power that you've got dispersed inside in all these different areas of your consciousness, of your beingness, begin to come into alignment, come into a onement, and you'll begin to see what the word at onement means, because you'll begin to live it. At onement is bringing all of your consciousness into oneness, into alignment, reclaiming who you really are, and not giving your power up to the past, not giving your power up to the future, not giving your power up to these inner voices that are talking to you. Now, it's very interesting because as you're doing this, and as you begin to take note of all these inner voices that are taking the power away, you're also going to start listening to your outer kingdom, and you're going to start hearing all kinds of voices that say, I don't believe you can do that. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, that's foolish. Oh, you'll never have it. Because those same voices are out there that are inside. And the reason is, those inner voices like to have reassurance that they're correct. So they're going to draw you to those people that will support their process, their statement, so that they become more believable to you. And so you're going to begin to see out here in your outer world those voices, those people that also promote that inner process that isn't working for you. And you'll begin to see where you also give up your power into the outer kingdom. And then it'll be up to you to decide how you're going to handle that. It may be that this group of people I'm just not going to hang around with anymore. Or maybe I'm going to listen to what they have to say, but then I'm going to go but that's not for me, and I'll say that inside. I used to have a statement that I I ran all the time. That's your problem, not mine. That's your belief, not mine. That's your truth, not mine. That's your way, not mine. And it just de-energizes what they have just given you, because you have reclaimed your own power by doing that. So you're going to not only do it from the internal, but you're also going to learn that the external is also an important process 
to reclaim your power from the world where you have given it up to. And so then you'll begin to really see the atonement, the alignment of the truth of who you really are as you begin to reclaim yourself, maybe for the first time. It's a very wonderful experience when that happens because you do find more loving. You do find more acceptance for yourself and for others. And you come into a greater understanding of who you really are and you come into a greater understanding of why you really are in the world and what you can now do in the world to make it what you want. It sounds simple, and when I say it, it sounds simple to me, but I know what I had to go through to get from there to here. And I know what I go through every day to maintain the hereness that I've got. You have to begin on day one, in the first moment, listening to the voices and writing them down, and then deciding, is this mine or not? Is this what I want to claim for myself or not? The next time you hear that voice, you go, oh, I remember you. You're not a part of me. Thank you. Goodbye. You're not hurting your parents by dismissing their belief systems. You're not hurting your religion by disclaiming some of the belief systems that don't work for you anymore. You're not hurting your husband, your wife, your children, anyone, by saying, no, thank you, that doesn't work for me anymore. I'm now going to live this statement. But you are hurting yourself every time you do allow yourself to claim that they're right and I'm wrong. And I have to live it their way because that's how they taught me. And I don't want to hurt them, so then I have to do it this way. If you live taking care of other people and not taking care of yourself first, you're always the one that's going to get hurt. But if you live taking care of yourself first, then you can really take care of other people. Remember that. So take care of yourself. Claim your own power. Have authority over your own life. How many times do we hear the word, claim your authority, claim your power? These statements mean something. They're not just statements that are flying out there for you to look at and go, huh, what? Oh, all right, I'll do it. And then we don't do it. It's something for us to look and see what it is. What do those statements mean to me? And how can I go about doing what that means to me in this moment? Now, once you claim your power, and once you come into alignment, every day, you have to re-choose into that. Every day, you'll dismiss this statement, you'll dismiss this belief system, you'll dismiss these old processes of living life. And you'll dismiss them inside and you'll dismiss them outside. And some of that dismissal may be people. You may find mates that will no longer want to live with you. And so they file for divorce. Or you may find a mate that you no longer want to live with and you'll file for divorce. Not because you don't love them, but you realize that they are not supporting the true you. And if they are not willing to grow with you into this trueness of you, then you may find that you're going to have to move on so that your growth can continue, this alignment can continue. 
You may find that you'll change jobs because the job that you're in, the environment of that job just doesn't work for you anymore. Everyone there represents the old voices. And so one day you'll walk in and you'll go, well, thank you, and I've enjoyed it. I've learned a lot, and now I'm moving on. And people will look at you like, wait a minute, you're making all this money and you're in charge of all these people. What are you doing? And they won't ever understand it, so don't even try to begin to explain it to them. The best thing to do is to acknowledge that this is the voices that take my power away. So all I have to do is just hold my power and say, I'm living true to myself. And then walk out and let them go, what does that mean? (laughs) And let them begin their growth process through that process that you've just done. If you take your power and align yourself with it, then you have the power to create with. And not really until then. The power to create is a very, very dynamic energy. It's a spiritual essence and it's a physical essence. And you can create inside many things, many wonderful, wonderful realms to live in, to experience in. And you can create all different kinds of things in your outer life as well. You can create more the marriage, the partnership that you want. You can create the work environment that you want. You can create the home that you want. You can create the monetary system that you want. You can create these things. But you also have to remember that you then as a creator have a responsibility to your creation. And so the next step is to move into responsibility. Once you begin to write these things down and acknowledge where you've given your power away, and begin to dismiss those things so that you can claim your power back, then you have to take responsibility for this new power, this new creation of who I am. And you have to then move into your life with greater responsibility than ever before, because no longer is mom and dad in charge. No longer is teacher telling you what to do. Now it's me. So I can't blame it on them anymore. It's not their fault. I have to be responsible. And once you claim your own responsibility for your own life and begin to live from that place of responsibility, what you find then is you step forward in a very creative act and you take it with a step of responsibility and you hold to that creation and maintain it to fulfillment. That's what responsibility is, is holding to fulfillment. And you also take the responsibility in that process of creation to go into your creation with responsibility. And if in the process, in that creative process, you find that this doesn't work, you can take the responsibility to say, okay, so now what do we do? And you call that complete and look for another place to go. Or you take the responsibility to say, okay, well, that didn't work, but I still want to pursue this. So let's just change course and see if this might work. Don't get stubborn. Stubborn isn't responsible. Stubborn is stubborn. A lot of times people think that stubborn is being responsible. Look it up in the dictionary. They don't have anything in the word for definition of stubborn called responsible. (laughs) 
mule-headed, yes. <laughs> but just move responsibly, not stubbornly. You don't have to prove anything to anybody anymore. How many times do you live in your life trying to prove to your mom, trying to prove to your dad, trying to prove to your brother or sister, to your husband, to your wife, to your children, to your business partners, to your bosses, to your bank, to your creditors? What do you have to prove to them? Absolutely nothing. They're too busy trying to prove to you and everybody else in their world. You know, it's interesting, if you just back off and stop trying to prove everything to everybody, you're going to see people all running around trying to take care of these little worlds that they've created that aren't important anyway. And the moment you can realize, I don't have to prove anything to anybody, I just have to be who I am, and if they can accept me, fine, they're welcome in my world, and if they don't accept me, fine, then let them go find somebody that they do accept, that does fit into their world. It makes life a lot easier. So once you have come into the alignment and understand who you are, and until you do it, I can't give it to you as an explanation. There's no way I can say this is the power. This is empowerment. This is what it feels like. This is what it looks like. I can't, I can't do that to you because there's no way I can do it. You know, I often say, if you've never cut your finger, if you've come from another world and you've never cut your finger and had it really hurt and bleed, and all of a sudden I cut my finger and I go, ooh, ooh, and they go, oh, that must really hurt. And you go, oh, yeah. And they go, well, what does it feel like? You know, tell me what that feels like. And you go, well, it, you know, how are you going to explain it to somebody? So how do you explain what I'm saying right now about being in one and being in empowerment? Until you do it, you can't get it through my words. So you're going to have to do it to find out. But once you do, you become a creator of great power. And you begin to move into a process called co-creatorship with God. There's a divine spark inside of us, a divine spark that is an essence of God that has gone out into creation to experience creation more fully. And as that divine spark goes out and experiences through these different bodies and these different incarnations, it begins to glean information about creation. And as it begins to glean, it begins to see its own power in God that it is. And it begins to move into a process called co-creatorship. And it's in these human forms that we can begin to see what that co-creatorship is all about. Well, we know at one level we can create through sex. We can create children. So there is one example of creative ability. We know that we can create through painting. We know that we can create through writing. We know we can create through many different processes. But there's yet another process where we take all of that and empower it with the spirit of who we are and create and manifest what we want. It's interesting that in all of the physical universe that exists, everything has already been created. There's no more new creation going on. Now think about that. Everything has already been created. There is nothing more being created in the physical universe. But the thing is, 
A lot of it hasn't ever manifested. And it's up to us through our own power to tap into that unmanifested created energy and manifest it. Stop and think for a minute. Electricity has existed for eons of time, but yet it has only existed in man's being of time only a hundred and some odd years where he has really utilized it. It took somebody to tap into what was created but unmanifested and bring it into manifestation for everybody to enjoy and appreciate. So all you have to do is become empowered with this living spirit and the knowing of this living spirit inside of you and voice it in a very creative manner and you can manifest what has already been created but hasn't come into manifestation yet because you haven't empowered it to come into manifestation of your life. You've just accepted what has come into manifestation in your life. So now you move into a process of choice. Now you can choose what you want to manifest in your life out of this created universe. And you can choose out of those things that you have just allowed to be created in your life. It's a very simple process, but it's a one of choice. And a lot of times that's a typical choice because sometimes those things that are created in our life, even though that we didn't choose them, we're so attached to them now. There's so much a habit in our lives. There's so much a part of us that how do we choose out of them? But eventually you get to the point where there is no choice. There just is the next step. And the next step means letting go of this so that I can move on into the new creation that I am bringing about. Or I should really say the new manifestation that I'm allowing to come forward out of creation. So it will be your choice in every moment to decide, do I let go of this voice? Do I let go of this opinion? Do I let go of these words? Do I let go of these people? Do I let go of this job? Do I let go of this car? Do I let go of whatever? In order to bring into manifestation that which I really want in my creation. And that can be a difficult choice sometimes. But as you move further and further into at-one-ment, you find that in that at-one-ment, it's so peaceful, it's so harmonious, it's so quiet and loving, that anything that takes you out of there is painful. Anything that draws you out of that place you don't want in your life anymore. And all of a sudden, it's just very easy to say, okay, this isn't working, so now I do this. And the world around you may look and wonder and never understand, and that'll be up to them to deal with. It will be up to you to hold in your own neutrality, in your own at and know that this is right for you. And it may mean no longer associating with parents because they don't work for you anymore. It may mean that. But if it does, when that time comes, you'll know it and it'll be right for you. And in time, an unfoldment does take place where an understanding does manifest at some level within them as well. And it may be that through this new process, 
you will heal old relationships and you will heal old situations so that you come closer together and you find that the family you had is now a true family. You will find that the mate that you had or have is now a real true mate to you. They're supporting this new process. They may not understand it. They may not choose it for themselves, but they like so much what they see in you and they like so much what you're creating in your own life that they are joyful to just be in that presence. Well, this isn't anything about what I was... (laughs) As usual, I have about nine pages of things I wanted to share. (laughs) I guess it was all this stuff about gardens and (laughs) analogies and... and, um, Let me just share a couple of things real quick. Here are some things that you might want to write down and remember. Because these are tools, if you will, that will help you to empower yourself. Be aware of your inner voice. Listen and take note of what you say to yourself each day. And discover who that yourself is. At first, that yourself may be your mother, it may be your father, it may be whoever. And you'll have to discover until you find the true self that you are. So listen and take note of what you say to yourself each day and each moment of each day. So that means carry a little journal around with you, just a notebook or something, where when something comes up, you can write it down and you can then work with that later if you don't have time in that moment. Don't wait till 7 or 8 o'clock in the evening to write down what you got at 9 o'clock this morning because you're not going to remember it because you're going to have 10,000 other things spoken to you in that time and you're going to go, what was that at (laughs) 9.15? You won't remember it. Well, I want to affirm that. You will remember it (laughs) if you want to remember it. Be aware of your outer voice and the outer voices around you. Listen and take note to what you say to yourself and to others and what others say to you. Number three, take responsibility to begin changing what is said inside and outside. And this is important. And begin voicing what you do want in your life. No longer go and say, I don't want this in my life. I don't want that happening in my life. But rather start stating what you do want in your life. Begin to learn the process of speaking what you want so that you'll create what you want. Number four, discard and let go of ideas, beliefs, goals, environments that do not serve you either on an inner or an outer level. Be willing to allow inner and outer change in your life. And there will be inner and outer change. So allow it to happen. Give the spirit inside of you permission to bring about change. You have to give permission. You know the old statement, ask and it shall be given, seek and you shall find, Knock and the door shall be open. Well, sometimes you have to open the door. 
you know, you may go up and you may knock, but then you have to reach down and open it and say, can I come in? <laughs> and number six, live life each moment and choose what that moment is to be filled with. You choose what you want that moment to be filled with. What kind of ideas? What kind of emotions? What kind of actions do you want happening in this moment? You'll realize when you begin to do that, you don't have time to worry about what I just did in the past, what I'm going to do in the next statement of the future. I can just do right now. I'm going to take care of right now, and that's all I need to do. It makes life real simple. And number seven is be patient with yourself inwardly, outwardly, and be patient with God. Now, why do you think they would say be patient with God? How many times... Do we blame God for all these things in our lives? God, why did you bring this person into my life? I don't understand them. I don't want them here. God, why do I have to have this job? I hate it. I'm not making the money I want. God, these three kids you gave me, why did you give me these three kids? Why not my neighbors? I'll take them. You know, be patient with God because eventually you're going to realize that God is inside of you And God didn't do this to you. You did it to yourself by giving your power away to all these other voices. And the moment you begin to claim your power, you'll also claim the voice of God inside. And you'll also realize that God is there rooting you on, supporting you into what really is meant to be for you as long as you're choosing that route. So be patient with God. That's a very important fact to to hold in your life. Then they summarized it very, very nicely. Be aware, take responsibility, discard and let go, be willing, live life now, and be patient. Okay, be aware. That's number one and two. Be aware of the inner voice, be aware of the outer voice. Take responsibility. And that means take responsibility to begin. Each moment you begin anew. You begin anew. Discard and let go. And that's like choosing. You have a choice. In every moment, that's where your choice is, to discard and let go of something if it doesn't work. Be willing. Live life now. And be patient. And just remember, they said this, I thought this was cute. As you communicate, so you create. That's something to look at. And be aware that everything that we've talked about is action. It's not sitting and thinking about it. It's not pondering it. It's not meditating on it. Everything, you know, the word communication is action. The word creation is action. The word communication is action. So everything we're talking about here is an action. To be aware is an action. To be patient is an action. To be willing is an action. To be responsible is an action. So what I'm saying here is now begin to act, to be in movement, to let the spirit inside of you begin to move and have action in your life. Because that's where you're going to find your ability to create is through action. 
If you don't take action in your life, you don't have the ability to create. I can sit here all day and think, I'm going to go paint a painting. But if I don't get up and start doing something, that canvas is always going to be blank. And you may make a mistake. You may put the color in the wrong place, but you can go back and just change it and come up with what you envisioned. And it may never be what you actually envisioned up here, but it'll be so close, it'll be okay. Thank you. So get into a meditative position, if you will. And I'm going to conduct a little meditation. And I want you to follow along with me. We're going to call on the light first and then go right into the meditation. So whatever works for you as far as the meditation posture is fine. If it's laying down, sitting down, whatever. Just stay focused and aware and conscious during the process. So just close your eyes. And once again, just focus on the rhythm of your breathing. And just be very aware of each breath that goes in and each breath that goes out. And as you do, feel yourself becoming more centered and more relaxed. On the next breath in, see pure white light come in and begin to flood throughout the whole body, filling every part of your being with this pure white light. And on the breath out, see all the negativities and the cares of the day leaving. Just continue doing this until both on the inward and outward breath, you see pure white light. Then on the next breath that you breathe in, see it go down to the base of your spine and hold it there for just a second. And then as you breathe out, see it go up to the top of your head and out, flooding and filling your whole aura, surrounding your whole body with this pure white light. And continue doing this until you see yourself filled and surrounded by this pure white light. And begin to center your focus and your attention above the eyes in the eye, third eye center, above the brow. And begin to focus and hold your attention in that place. And we'll call in the light. Divine Creator of us all, we ask at this time that your grace, your loving, your compassion and mercy come forward and be present with us. We ask that the light and love of the Holy Spirit surround and fill, guide and protect each one of us. We ask the presence of the Christ within to lift us up into our own divine presence. And we ask for your grace to go before us upon the path of life, clearing away all the debris, all the karma, all those things that block us 
from walking the path back into your loving heart. We ask for the presence of light and sound within our lives and within our meditations, that through the light and sound we are lifted back into the oneness of spirit and awakened in soul. We ask for the divine awakening within us, where we know our own divine presence and live from that place of consciousness and awareness and share from that place into the world that the world might know you better. We ask for alignment within ourselves, that all parts of ourselves come into at and alignment with your grace, your light, and your sound, and that we become truly instruments of your peace in the world and within ourselves and within the universe. We ask at this time as well for all the unseen ones of light and love and sound to come forward and be present, those that wish to partake and those that wish to share. All the unseen ones of other universes and other places and other spaces and times, angels, archangels, masters and spiritual teachers, students, friends, to come forward and be present with us in this day. And we ask just now that any and all karma, imbalance, that can be lifted from us now and throughout this day, be lifted up into the highest light and there dispersed from which it came for the highest good of all. And for this we are grateful. And just now begin to hold your focus at the third eye center And what I want you to do is on the next breath in, see pure white light come in and go to your heart. And as you breathe out, see this pure white light go up to the third eye center. And as you breathe in, see that pure white light go from the third eye back down to your heart. And as you breathe out, see it go from the heart back up into the third eye center. And just do this for a few moments, allowing yourself to move this loving consciousness through your beingness in this way. As you breathe in, it goes down to the heart. And as you breathe out, it goes up into the third eye center. And now I want you to visualize in your third eye your own physical body, this vehicle that you move through this world with, and see it begin to be filled with pure light, and see all the tensions, the fears, the concerns, the illnesses, all begin to move and drop away. and see the body come into full alignment with itself, whole, complete, in perfect harmony and loving with itself. 
and hold that picture of yourself, this physical body, in perfect harmony, in perfect at one And then begin to visualize your astral body. It will look much like the body that you have just envisioned, but it's more ethereal. It isn't so solid. Begin to envision it being filled with pure white light and see it dropping away all the illusions, all the misunderstandings, all the misdirections, and see it being filled with this pure light of awakening, of awareness, of creativity and abundance. And just know as you envision this that the astral body is being brought into full alignment with itself. And now begin to see the physical and the astral body coming into atonement, coming into perfect alignment, that this great light within both bodies become one, and they work together in harmony and in oneness. And now begin to visualize your causal body. And just as the astral body was a little more ethereal than the physical, so the causal body, again, is just a little more ethereal than the astral. And yet you can see a shape and a form, a body to this beingness that is your causal consciousness. Envision it now being filled with pure white light. And as the pure white light begins to flood through this causal body, begin to see all the cares and concerns, all the emotional turmoil, all the pain and the anguish, all the longing and the wanting and the emotional to drop away and let only the light fill this body and be in the consciousness of this part of you. See the pure white light healing your emotional body, bringing it into a state of health and well-being, of balance and harmony, of peace and quiet. And begin then to see the causal, the astral, and the physical body coming into perfect harmony, into perfect alignment. And let this light that is filling all these bodies radiate out into a great one light indicating to you that there is a harmony and a oneness now in this alignment that is taking place. And now visualize 
your mental body. Again, it is a little more ethereal than the causal. And yet there is shape and form to this body. See the pure white light begin to flood and fill throughout this whole body of mind consciousness. And see all the thoughts, all the complexities, all the stuckness, all the blocks and barriers of the mind dropping away as this pure white light fills this consciousness, fills this body with peace, with harmony, with understanding and awareness. And let the mind become flooded with this pure white light. Feel the quietness of it. Feel the joyful process that goes on as the light moves away all the debris of the mind, allowing the mind to come into alignment with itself. And now begin to visualize the mental body coming into alignment with the causal, the astral, and the physical bodies. And begin to see the great light that is moving through these bodies come into full alignment and into full oneness. And see this great one light flooding through these bodies, bringing them into perfect harmony and balance, working as one. They are whole and complete, aligned and in at one And now begin to visualize your etheric body, the most ethereal of the bodies that we have seen up to this point. This is the body of unconsciousness. Begin to see the light flooding into this body. And as this light comes in to the etheric body, see understanding, see knowingness, see loving begin to flood through this consciousness. And see a true sense of direction and clear focus manifesting in this place, this etheric body. And let this pure white light bring peace into this unconscious state of your beingness. And now begin to see the etheric, the mental, the causal, the astral, and the physical bodies coming into full alignment and at one moment. And see this great light radiate through all these bodies as though they radiate as one light in full harmony and oneness. And now begin to see the soul, your own soul body, 
filled with great light. In perfect harmony with the spiritual universes. Always perfect and loving. Ever radiating forth the presence of God that it knows so well. And see it begin to move its consciousness down through this perfectly aligned consciousness of your etheric, your mental, causal, astral, and into your physical body. And see the soul consciousness and this pure light of soul working throughout these vehicles, bringing them into full awakening and awareness of themselves and of the greater self, which is the soul, the true self. And see the soul begin to work through all these different bodies to create, to manifest, to love, to share, to be, and to know. And let the expressions of all these different vehicles, these bodies of consciousness, now come into alignment and express that which the soul wishes to express on these different levels, in these different ways. And see yourself as this great being of light, this great being in perfect harmony and balance, in perfect oneness and perfect loving, And then see in front of you a pathway and begin to walk in this light body that you have now created for yourself. Begin to walk forward upon this path. And as you do, you begin to see the path before you wind back and forth, left and right, as you move forward. And you begin to find that there's a harmony and a rhythm to this movement. And every step that you take brings you more into the perfect alignment of this harmony, this rhythm, and this movement of your spirit. And as you continue walking the path, you begin to take note of your surroundings. Look and see if there are trees or flowers. Look and see. You may find you'll have to open your spiritual eyes to see. You may find that you will have to discover what is out there through your feelings. And you may know it through your intuition. But look and know and see and feel what is out there along this pathway. It may be a babbling brook. It may be an ocean. You may be high atop a mountain looking out over the sky of clouds. But as you walk along this path, up in front of you, you begin to see a beautiful pool of water. 
rather long and narrow in its shape. And as you get closer and closer, you begin to see that this pool of water is filled with golden liquid. And as this pool of water moves, you begin to see in the shimmer of this golden liquid all the different colors radiating on the surface. Beautiful blues and purples, yellows and oranges, reds, greens, violet, and gold and silver. And at times, in just the right moment, the whole surface tends to go white with this light reflection. Walk on up to it. And as you do, take note that there are seven pillars on each side of the pool. The one closest to you is red. The next one is orange. Then yellow. Then green. Then blue. Purple. And white. As you look and see these different pillars and these different colors and this pool of golden liquid in front of you, someone comes up along your side and says, Here, take off your garments and put them here in the fire next to you and let them burn away. For these are your old ways. These are your old thoughts. These are your old feelings. These are your old processes that you no longer need. Take them, put them in the fire, and let them depart from you. And step into this pool of golden liquid. Step down the steps until the liquid is up to your neck. And begin to walk across the pool. And as you come into alignment with the red pillars, stop for a moment and look at each side of the pool and take note of the shape of the pillars and look deeply into the color of the red that is in those pillars and see how they're reflected upon the surface of this golden liquid. And then continue forward until you're in alignment with the pillars of orange. And again, look side to side and look at the beautiful color of the orange. And now again, move forward and look at the pillars of yellow. Look at how they shimmer in the golden liquid. They almost seem to disappear at times. And yet they're so brilliant in their light as they radiate this yellow color. And now move forward to the pillars of green. And as you stand there looking at the green, you can almost feel the green moving through you. It seems to motivate growth and balance in your body. 
and you feel as though perfect health is present in every part of your beingness at this moment. And you just take in a deep breath and it feels so good to let this energy radiate throughout your beingness. And then you step forward to the blue. And now you begin to feel great peace, great harmony, a great quiet inside of you. And you look deeply into the blue of the pillars. And it's almost as though you see a part of yourself in them. That part of you that is that quiet, still pool of water from which the eternal spring is to be found. And it's as though right then you are taking a drink from this beautiful spring of water inside that quenches the thirst that you have had for so long. And now you move forward to the purple. And here you stand, looking deeply into these purple pillars and realizing that this process of all these colors has somehow transformed you. And this purple radiant color begins to allow this transformation to be anchored in every part of your being. And truly, at this moment, you know that you are transformed and are new. That in this perfect alignment and in this body of light and spirit, you are renewed, you are reborn, you are refreshed and you can begin life anew. Feel this radiant purple move through your body. And then move forward to the white pillars. And see how brilliant the light is. How brilliant this white moves throughout your beingness. And it's as though the pure white radiant light that brought all of your vehicles, all of your bodies into perfect alignment are right there in this pure white light of these pillars. And you feel the at-one-ment with all that is, with the white light of these pillars, and with all the existences that this white light radiates out to. Now begin to step up out of the pool of golden liquid. And as you do, someone comes up from the other side of the pool and puts on a new garment for you. 
and they give you a belt or a sash to tie around your waist. They give you sandals or shoes to put upon your feet. And they give you a piece of jewelry. Look and see what that piece of jewelry is and put it on. And then begin to continue walking this pathway. Continue moving forward and as you do, you see a gate in front of you. You walk up to the gate and you pull it open. You pull it towards you and the gate opens and you go inside. And you look and you begin to walk the path in this garden. And it takes you along the pathway where fountains and trees and flowers and birds are found. And you see somebody waving to have you come over in one direction. And so you go over to see who they are and you begin to realize you've seen this person before. Go over and share yourself with them in this moment. Listen and see what they have to share with you. And listen and hear what you have to share with them. They may ask you a question. You may ask them a question. But listen and see what the conversation is. And remember it. And now, thank this person for the sharing and for their presence. And turn and walk back out of the garden through the gate and back to the pathway. And see yourself begin to move back along the pathway you have just walked and come down along where the pool of golden liquid and walk to the right side of it and see once again the shimmering colors and the radiant light in this golden liquid and walk on along its side and back to the pathway and continue walking back to that place at the third eye and see yourself in this new garment as this radiant being of light in at one with itself in perfect harmony and perfect cooperation with the soul and begin to bring your focus back into your own physical body 
back into your own consciousness here in the room. But also hold within yourself to that alignment that has taken place. And know that all you have to do is once again sit down and go within and visualize yourself in this perfect wholeness. And in this way, you will allow the holiness of you to manifest fully in each moment and each breath if you choose to. And in this moment, give thanks to your own soul. Give thanks to God for all the opportunities of life, for all the opportunities of growth, and for all the opportunities that you've had and will have in each moment to know Him more fully in the faces and in the eyes of others, in the experiences of life that you have, in your friends and in your family, within your own consciousness of the mind and the emotions and the body. Give thanks for these experiences and ask Him to work within these places, within these regions of yourself, to bring you more fully each day into alignment and into atonement, so that you might live the fullness of yourself in spirit and in the world. And when you're ready, you can begin to open your eyes and come back into the room consciousness. Just bring your focus back into the room, and when you're ready, you can open your eyes.